on this episode of the AIE podcast. Wow crashes, but in a good way. Spreadsheets in space are shipping out. The Jedis are getting explosive. It's the Bean Burrito discount. <laughs> and we've got Abovan and Bonroku here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy R. I think that's how you say that, oh. right? Yeah, it's yar. <laughs> All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to the AIE Podcast, episode number 193. I can't believe it. We're almost at wonderful episode 200. The Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from central Alabama. This is Accuzad. (laughs) Joining me from the other side of the nation out in beautiful Southern California is Eludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And if you couldn't tell by now, Gomez will not be joining us tonight. He is off on secret assignment. We can't just tell you, we can't say anymore. The NSA won't let us, but hopefully they let him out again uh, next week and return all of his computer equipment to him. I'm sure it was yeah, all that would be up, great. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm Team Zod, uh, not Team Zod, or Team Gomez all team the way. Gomez. He's innocent. He didn't mean it. So, Woodrow, how has your week been? My week has been interesting. Let me tell you. Um, first, I hit level cap in Final Fantasy, like Yay. you know, with our Yar guests here. How absolute? So, I know, I know, I know. And so I'm super thrilled. I am now a, a dragoon who does not have a big shoot me here target in the middle of her belly armor, because no, that would be silly. There, there's a big gaping hole. It's the only instance of real gender imbalance, armor-wise, I've ever seen in this game. Normally, they're all like, oh, okay, yeah. You can totally be wearing a belly shirt if you're a dude, but not this time. No, so. And I have no idea what you're talking about, and I think I'm glad about that. Well, I look awesome, but my belly button is showing, and it's it's like a big target for another spear. And, oh, nice. Oh. Yes, yes, that, but... That makes no sense whatsoever. Why would they do that? Absolutely not. And apparently, this armor's so great, I can't lean back ever. Like, it's all <laughs> spiky out the back end, so you know what? Whatever. It's all about fashion. But, yeah, it really is, and I am high fashion, let me tell you. <laughs> I am like Paris in the spring. Work a girl. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Uh, it's also been all about card games over here. I've been playing some Hearthstone. Awesome. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've been getting a free booster deck every day from just doing the dailies. Nice. That's been pretty cool. Yeah, I, I got, got a, I got every a day for legendary. Me. Oh, no, you got to get 100 coins. But okay. the daily quests pay out in coins. coins. So, Sorry. yeah. Old Scooby Doo history back there. <laughs> But I've been playing a lot of Hex. Oh my gosh, Hex. Yay, Hex. How is it? I, I haven't I just, played it. Oh, I love it. I am I love collectible card games, trading card games. I mean, those are one of the first things I ever really started playing. So for me to have just such a great digital form where the cards transform into other cards and <laughs> such great things, it's 
it's like a dream come true. I play this game all the time. Everybody awesome. should play this game all the time. What about you, Zod? What have you been up to? Oh, this week, uh, I think you guys know I've been I've been in in heavy development mode, getting up four o'clock in the morning, working till seven, eight, nine o'clock at night, and going bed to bed. Uh, other than that, uh, unfortunately, I've like good news and bad news, kind of the best of times, worst of times. Bad news is mm-hmm. I had to cancel my WoW and Eve subscriptions for the time being. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, my wife quit her job, and I'm really proud of her because it was one of those instances where the the person she worked for, who I will not name, uh, they're just the, the company is really, really the bad. The Baltimore company. They're, yeah, Baltimore LLC. And she finally got to the point where she couldn't take it anymore. They, uh, the company, did something really mean in firing one of her coworkers who she liked a lot, who'd been there for years and years and years. And so she pulled one of those "f you, I quits" moments that I know we all want to do in our hearts. We all want that moment where we just oh, go to the yeah, boss yeah. and say "f you, I quit." And she pulled that, and I am so proud of her. Uh, at the same time, that means we're on one income, so we're kind of oh, let's tighten the belts a little bit till she gets another job. So I decided, you know, kind of in the doldrums with World of Warcraft, I can, I can cancel my subscription for a few months, pick it back up when Warlords comes out, because I've already paid for Warlords, so there's no point not playing it. So. But oh, the good yeah. news well, is... You better I'm, be there for Warlords. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, the good news is I now have time that I didn't have before to try all those other AIE games that are free to play, because I have no excuse yeah. not to go play them. So I downloaded Lotro last night. I haven't jumped into it yet. I'm re-downloading The Secret World. Um, I need to get um, Star Wars? Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Trek. So is it Star Trek, the free one? They're both free, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're both, both free. free. So I'm going to pick, pick a couple of those and get into those. Uh, of course, that's when I'm not playing Heroes of the Storm because that is my big love. I love that I game. I never see you on. You need to add me, Zod, because I got in. You did. Heroes I'm happy. Yes, oh, you've got to I, jump in. You have to jump in every Saturday night. We do the big prepare for combat uh, slash realm maintenance uh, flex mode podcast groupy thing. We get together. We actually get some mm-hmm. other uh, heroes podcasters from outside of AIE. And yes, there are people who podcast who are not in AIE. I was totally surprised too. Oh my um, gosh! But we all get together and we do this big tournament kind of night things on Saturday nights. So you definitely got to come for Saturday nights heroes tournament. Uh, but otherwise, cool. yeah, we'll catch you in game. But okay, enough about us. We have two people who've been waiting patiently in the wings here. Glad to be joined by Abovan and Ban- bon- Bonroku. I'm Call him the other guy. <clears throat> Words are hard. <laughs> yeah, Abovan and the other guy, as Eludra calls him, who are here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy. What's, is Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn? Is that the actual name? That's why we always go R? Well, there is R? no more Final Fantasy XIV. There's no difference because there's only one game now, Final Fantasy 14 or Realm Reborn, so we just been call it Final Fantasy 14 because there's no, there's no other Final Fantasy 14 out there. You know, <clears throat> got it. They they closed down the very first one. So we'll start with you, Abbo. Since you hadn't jumped in, how have you been since the last time you were on the show, which has been a while? Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been a little bit, but uh, things been going well. Um, the, <clears throat> um, in in Final Fantasy Land, um, it's not called a guild; it's called a free company or FC. Uh, but the free company has been um, been growing the isn't that membership. A band? That's a rock band, isn't it? What free company? No, I'm thinking bad company. Never mind. Sorry, totally different. Yeah, no, that's oh my me. gosh! Wow, that's also a song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I'm trying to think of the lyrics, and I'm drawing a blank, <laughs> mainly because I'm still eating dinner because I haven't eaten all day. But anyway, so first off, uh, Heroes of the Storm, Zod. I know you're such an influential person. I'm someone who does not have an invite. If you, you know, with you with such. Heroes of the Storm influence. If you can help me out, that'd be wonderful. No, like I say, it's Roe. Uh, I was complaining about it, and Roe Ro messaged me one day. And says, "You're not in yet, are you?" I said, "No," because okay, check next week. I'm like, "Oh, really?" Next week, I was in. 
And then Aludra <laughs> well, said, I, I need to be in. And I said, Ro, Aludra's not in either. Next week, she was in. Coincidence? <laughs> but I, 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 say that, I say that because I went and I listened to your podcast live. That's right. You like, went to the oh, live tape. They're so. streaming, and I, I like did my crazy run to the computer. And if you guys can imagine Kermit the Frog going yay, but me going ah, and running, uh, scrambling around the house in the most convoluted manner that should be a straight line to my computer. That's how I panic run to my computer, and I plopped down and I watched their entire stream, and it was good. Well, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, it's entirely Jasmine. Jasmine makes it awesome. Um, <laughs> He it's wasn't there. Us, it's always those female podcasters that are amazing. It's us and us guys. We ruin all the shows. So. He wasn't there. <laughs> okay, Bonroku, you've been you've been like totally quiet this whole time. What have you been up to? Um, well, I've actually been uh, financial stuff at the moment, so I've been doing all the free things. Uh, currently, we have actually started an AIE tabletop group, and we did our first run of Dungeons and Dragons 3.5 Monday. Oh, how'd that go? I know I, I wanted to join into that, but I didn't have that time. Um, well, we had we had a person drop out, so we now have a, a free play, uh, place open. Um, and it was actually really good. It, it, it because it's our 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 first uh, run in to the game. We have a few people that have never played before, and we've taken the slightly non-serious look to it. Uh, we spent the first hour just setting stuff up and laughing maniacally about <laughs> the most random things. Oh, that sounds like a fun evening start. That does now it, explain it, how it you play good. a tabletop game over the internet. How does that work? Well, uh, there's a uh, online system that we're using called Roll Twenty. It's uh, I think at Roll20.net, and it uses uh, sort of a grid system on a whiteboard um, that you can place uh, backgrounds, tokens on, and stuff like that. And it uses Google Hangouts across the bottom of the board so that you can talk and see each other while still doing the role-playing thing. Neat. There's some technical difficulties, of course. I mean, it, it, is, a, uh, it is a free system, but it, it works really well and got us going for... Oh gosh, we were supposed to end at ten, and we ended at one thirty in the morning. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. That's a good testament for something. Okay, so with that, let's go ahead and we'll dig into Final Fantasy news in just a moment because I know you guys have a ton because somebody let Abo make all the notes. <clears throat> but first, let's <laughs> cover this week's news. A I E news. All right. So for those of you who just brought a number of new level 90 characters into the guild, but I have no idea how to play them because we're all like paying for them and everything and like, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Blizzard has published a number of crash course videos to give you a quick overview of one DPS specialization with each class of the game. You'll find these on the battle.net site and we're going to share the link in our show notes. But let me tell you, having a warrior that... You had him vanilla and then bumped to level 90 just because, hey, that character should probably finally hit level cap someday. You can pretty much feel lost. And Icy Veins kind of assumes you know everything that they're talking about. So if you maybe didn't play this tune for a couple expansions, yeah. <laughs> so these are really handy for everybody, you know. Exactly Even if you've just you been away from the game for an expansion or so, just 
polish up and see what's changed and everything. And it's awesome. Yeah, I bumped my DK to 90, and I'm so lost with them. I have no idea what's going on. They're complicated. Yeah. So I got to find the one for that one. All right, so we got some news from the uh, AIE EVE crew, Spreadsheets in Space. Now, if you haven't heard, AIE Universal is moving to a new section of space. They're moving over to the catch area. Time is running out for you to get all of your junk over to your new home. There will be They will be closing down the corporation headquarters in Shamahai. I think that's what it was called. I've been there many, many times. So if you have anything there, you're going to want to get it out. You want to make a contract for Stu to, uh, to haul your stuff over to the new home. So a deadline is this weekend. I believe it's Tuesdays when they're officially closing down the, the entire base. So uh, get a move on there, rookie. You guys are gypsies in that game, I swear. Totally. We're nomads it's- in space. Nah. We need Lotwook in there to, to guide us around. No. Lotwick would take a look at that in UI and go, forget this. <laughs> All right, so Aversat Shack, I don't know. I always see that name wrong. Is looking to put together a 16-man HM explosive conflict group this year, Wednesday for the fine folks in AIE SWOTOR. We're talking May 28th at 8.30 Eastern. In addition to being a lot of fun, this will give everyone this will get everyone through the hardest part of the quest to get to the Eratak Eratach. Why do I get all the weird I have, words? I may have typed that wrong. It might be Eratach speeder. Thank you, Zod. So it'll help you get through the hardest part of the speeder. I would blame Zod, but I'm going to be honest with you fine listeners. I am medicated out of your minds. So, if you are level 50 plus and want to in on this, see Avershet's sign-up post in the SWOTOR forums. Links are always provided because we love the forums, and we love helping you guys find your way there. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the uh, those of you who have been working their way into uh, AIE's, one of AIE's new ventures, AIE and Diablo, El Diablo, um, <laughs> Blizzard has announced the, the, that the overwhelmingly popular legendary drop rate that they came out here with the uh, 15th anniversary has been so overwhelmingly popular that they're going to they're keep it. That's right. The, the base drop rate for legendary items has now officially gone to plaid. Ooh. You know, people keep posting their, these screenshots and everything on Twitter of all these legendaries and green things. I'm playing as, like, I never see anything like that. So I'm convinced these people are taking all their legendaries and just dumping them on the floor for a screenshot. <laughs> you know? I mean, anybody else getting that feeling? <laughs> I have to admit, I haven't played Diablo since the first, you know, first blush when it came out. I haven't gone back in since the uh, revamp. Oh, the revamp! But is now so I have time. Awesome. I guess I can. Yes, yes, you can. You owe it to yourself. It is that good. Is that good? Because mm-hmm. I went in, I ran right through all the like four, for how many chapters there were. Killed Diablo four. first try, and I was like, okay, well that was neat. I guess I go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's wrap this up with the AIE meetups. Comic Palooza is Friday, May twenty third, which is tomorrow at five p.m. in Houston, Texas. Kalamazoo Draft House for the X-Men Days of Future Past viewing is this Sunday, May 25th at 2 p.m. in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay, and I got to ask, Kalamazoo, is that really a place? 
You know, it's like yes. Albuquerque. I don't think that actually exists. I think someone just made I've up a I've been to corner. Albuquerque, too, and I know of several Cucamongas. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just, some city names, I love them because they're so awesome. Okay, and with that, let's turn back to Abavan and that other guy. And what in the world is going on in Final <laughs> Fantasy? It's actually been pretty quiet for the last few weeks. We have not had a lot of Final Fantasy news. I thought you guys had, like, snuck out of the building or something when we weren't looking. No, we are still here. Um, we're just having too too much fun playing the game right now. Um, there's um, a ridiculous amount of things to do in the game. Um, we've been talking on the last couple of weeks, or last couple not a couple of weeks, but a couple of times that uh, the Final Fantasy crew has been on the podcast. There has been we talked about getting started in the game. You know, the game basic features how you can be any any character it can be any class. Just equip the weapon and poof, you I are that, that class. I love that part of the game. All right, um, it's very very cool. It, it, you don't feel trapped in your character. You know, it's, it's how it works for me. Um, as in, just just yesterday, I was I decided to be I decided to be a uh, a botanist, which is essentially a flower picker slash wood chopper. <laughs> and now, <laughs> so now all the flowers, weeds. Thing? Yes, uh, it, yeah, it, it's like one of your uh, gatherings. You know how like in in WoW you have your your herbalist, you have your miner, and you know just. Final Fantasy has the same thing, but it, it's an actual full-fledged class. You know, yeah, you're not going to go into, you're not going to fight awesome. monsters with it. You're going to get destroyed, but you, that's how you actually get all your um your farm your all your materials you need for your crafting classes. So I hit I hit uh, cap there. So no tree, bush, uh, flower bed, weed, or uh, berries. A fear uh, they all fear me now. I am the bane of all organic plants. You are the master of the herb. I understand. Uh, in some circles. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about the early game uh, previously, and we, and we also talked about some uh, patches that came down the pipe. And um, there is going to be um, a live letter coming up soon. And so in the next couple of days, um, there's going to be um, floodgates of more information on the upcoming 2.3 patch. Okay. I got to ask, what's a live letter? A live letter is when the... Uh, the director of the game, Yoshi P. It's not electric or anything, right? Like we're not gonna all die for watching it. No, no, it's uh, it's one hundred percent, one hundred percent safe. Uh, no Bothans have died to bring us this information. Um, it's the director of the game, Yoshi P, who uh, come uh, who comes online and does a live stream. Now, given he is Japanese, so it, the live letter it is in Japanese, but it's uh, you know, there is pictures, and there is also plenty of online. Um, uh, live translations as well, but that that brings us uh, from the source um, the upcoming uh, information information on there. It's, it's similar so it's, as if. Oh, go so, ahead. So it's not just them posting a, a message. He actually comes on live and says, "Here's what's going on." Yeah, it's that's, it's that's almost awesome. like the it's almost like the State of the Union address that they do. Uh, but for a video fairly, game, yeah, fairly regularly, and there's been. A few times that they've accidentally let information slip well before when it was supposed to. We found out about salvaging like two patches ahead of time. Um, and What do you mean that's not in yet? Oh, never mind I said that. I did not say that. <laughs> the equivalent of the live letter would be if um, Chris Metzen decided to come online to talk to us about patch 6.0, not at BlizzCon. That's, oh, that's wow. Yeah, that's, that would be the equivalent. That's uh, on nice that they basis. put that much, that, that level of personal involvement into it. That, that's mm -hmm. a good sign. 
Yeah, and, it is. And they're not short. It's a good, you know, hour, two hours sometimes of, you know, that amount of information. Right. So that, that live letter, uh, that little you know, online event, um, again, there's a lot of time zone. It's a global audience. It is happening at 4 a.m. on Saturday Pacific time. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Have fun. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, 7 o'clock um, for Bonnie and my time because, you know, we're, we're East Coasters. Um, so that is right when, it, you know, I'm not conscious, but I am mobile at that time. Uh, <laughs> I'm heading money. to bed at that time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, that's when I'm starting, you know, I think I'm on cup of coffee number three at that point. <laughs> But no, we have um, the live letter there. Ends going to tell us about the uh, 2.3 patch. Now, um, we're going to have some more information for that later. I'm sure we're going to post to the forums. Um, for those who are not aware, Bob and I do have our own Final Fantasy podcast. We're probably going to be doing something um, special for that as well. And I believe that has something to do with a chocobo, doesn't it? Which is one of those 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 ice cream treats you can get that look like a taco. Um, no, it's more like a. It's more like a. I wish. Uh, I digress. No, okay, no worries. Like where's the podcast? More at? like a a little chicken that kind of acts like a horse and makes funny sounds. Tries to fly like an ostrich but fails. <laughs> no, we definitely got a pimper podcast. Where's it at? All right. Well, it's thechokablestable.com. It's the chokable stable podcast. Available on iTunes and now Stitcher. Okay, finally got that approved. Yay! Awesome. Now I gotta ask because the first time I heard it, I said that sounds a lot like the Cap Stable podcast. Was there any um, tie between those two, or is it totally random that it sounds so much alike? Um, it was completely random. They sound so much alike, but since it is Eve and espionage is part of the Eve mindset, I guess we could think of something. Yeah, some sort well, of chocobos actually spy. live in stables. So, I so, don't yeah. know what, yeah. So, yeah, what's, where did Eve get it from? Come on, guys. Yeah. See, they stole it first. No. Yeah, they are. In the, they, they do it. Are, the game does take place in the future. Eve does take place in the future. So, maybe they went mm. back in time and looked and say, oh, there's that Chocobo Stable podcast. That must be it. The most but famous no. <laughs> podcast from the golden age, of po- golden age of podcasting. That's right. That's where they got it from. Yep. All right, so, I digress. Sorry about that. Go ahead and continue. So. No, okay, but seriously, we love you guys uh, to uh, download it. Uh, bon and I are very um, are having a, a great time with that podcast. But anyway, so live letter, uh, we'll talk about that later. But right now, um, a lot of MMO players, what they do is they get to max level in the game, and that's where they spend most of their time is max level. And so far on on the AOE podcast, we talked about. Um, Early on in the games, early game mechanics. Uh, we talked about patch content that came out. Um, let's t- take. Well, we're going to take our time today and talk about what you do when you're level 50. What do you do when you hit level cap, and you need to do the elder game, do the end game stuff, prepare for it. What to do when you're at max level? Well, well uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yay! Because you know, I'm lost. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like most games, it doesn't hold your hand through it. Um, but it's there's a uh, tons of things you can do in the game. You know, tons of things to unlock, tons of things to do when you're max level. That doesn't include rating. 
you don't have to be, uh, be focus yourself on what's the biggest baddest dude that I can go kill and take their stuff from. There's many many other things you can do. So first off, ground rules here. Ludra, you may jump in at any time to ask any questions since you are a level 50 character. People in the chat room, if you guys have any questions, I am looking at the chat room here, obviously 30 seconds later. Um, but you can ask your questions, and if you happen to be on Twitter listening to this live, tweet me at, at Abelvan. I'll get that as well. <laughs> Yay! Look at that. He's got all this. He's like got this uh, command center up and going, and we're all. That's, I'm imagining him now in a big command center. Computers are. Mm -hmm. like. It's just a wall of screens, like 15 uh -huh. screens. I just have two here. Another, there's a work laptop there. I got my TV over there, and I got another monitor sitting around this corner that you can't yes, see. Yes, but, but we, yeah. Yeah, no, to us now, you've got this NASA wall in front of you. You're so. in the Batcave <laughs> with a massive mm -hmm. I like what he's done with the Batcave. <laughs> it's brighter. Yeah. But, but anyway, so questions away, level 50 stuff, but let's go over some stuff you can do once you hit level 50. All right? Okay. So first thing you need to do, you, well, you should do, is you need to finish your class quest and you got to finish your story, your main story quest. That should be number one. Okay, that's that means to say that there is a class quest and a story yes. quest. So Every you, five levels in, in your class, you get a new quest to do, and then it switches to, like, your specialization job later. You know, like, if you are a lancer, then you go dragoon or something. So, yes, because you want your chest piece. Otherwise, you're running around in most your gear and not the matching chest piece, and they they hold that ransom. So it's like in the secret world, when you get quests, you've got one main quest line, and you can branch off and do side quests? Um, no, it's more like it's more like WoW, but there's actually a singular quest line that you get from right when you start you roll your character, that will take you that progresses all the way through to fifty. So mm, nice. Um, so, similar to like uh, how Star Wars is, how you have a a story quest line that goes through there, but it's common for everybody. Mm-hmm. And one of the things with the class quest, and the reason why it's so important to try to get it done first, is each class quest actually locks your special abilities behind this quest wall. So some of the stuff like Paladin's um, invincibility mode, you have to do the level 50 class quest first to actually be able to use this move. Oh, the old uh, WoW vanilla days. You had to quest to get your abilities. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So once you do all that, uh, your story quests, you have your epic ending. Um, you finish that up. The world is saved, or so you think. Um. But the game lets you go and let you do your, your own thing here. A couple fun things to, to remember here is that when you have one character at max level, all your other combat classes now get a 50% experience bonus. So if, you were, so if you're working on two different uh, classes, you may want to jump over to that other class because you get that 50% experience bonus just for having another max level character. Oh, nice. Blizzard, so, do you hear that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, other games do it too. Um, EverQuest Two does that. You have one character at max level. Um, in fact, it, uh, that this actually in EverQuest Two it actually stacks. <laughs> so you can oh, actually really? get fifty percent, one hundred. I forget the exact number they they use, but uh, if you have sixteen characters, you can you know kill one level one little rat, level one rat, and you can 
be level cap. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that must be nice. Yeah, I don't have any max level characters in that game. <laughs> so, one of the, the big um, max level story quests you can do there, or max level quest lines you can do, is what, what they call in Final Fantasy, they call it the relic. That's your weapon. Um, mm-hmm. And you can go through a nice long quest line to um, get, a, get a end game weapon, and then it upgrades, you can upgrade it as you do additional stuff down the line. And each, each patch that they, they put in, added things and added levels that you can upgrade your relic weapon to. Where do I get my relic weapon? Well, we're going to go through the highlights of it real quick here. Um, the full quest line we do have in the show notes. So for, for anybody who wants to know how to do that for the, fir- uh, f- for the first couple uh, steps here, up, up until the current patch that we have, um, feel free to look in the show notes here. Uh, that's posted on the AIEpodcast.com. Plug, plug. <laughs> so, okay. So, first thing here, and Bond is much better at the end game stuff than I am. So, Bond, if I make any mistakes here, please correct me. Okay. Okay. Before we get started, the biggest thing: do your story quest first. Everything at level fifty is locked behind that quest. You can't start your relic till you finish that story quest. Ah, oh, okay. I need to go into a dungeon. Yeah, a few. <laughs> you have a couple to do. I'm sure I do. Uh, give, give, us a, give us a holler when you're online, and we'll get it done. I'm online now. <laughs> I'm, on a, right I'm, on now? <laughs> I'm on the podcast. I can't help you out right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me know when that ends. <laughs> we had to commit to something else. <laughs> so, first thing you need to do, go is... You know, Got to be level 50, obviously. Finish up your story quest, finish up your class quest. Then you, there's a, a duty you need to talk to in Vesper Bay, which is a um, a little town which has like um, an organization not to, that, that you do a lot of business with. And there's a little guy there that will let you pick up the quest line called A Relic Reborn. All right? Ah, ha, 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 ha. Yep. That's a clever thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, from there, you got to do a couple of FedEx quests, as in, you, go talk to this person. They have information. No, 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 you got to talk to this person. They have No, no, you got to talk to this person over here. Eventually, you get uh, sent to this dude, dude named uh, Geralt in North Shroud. Talk to him. He says, all right, I need you to, uh, I can make you this weapon here, blah, 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 blah. Go kill a bunch of bad guys for me. So you go kill a bunch of bad guys. And he says, okay, now I need, like, a shell. So you go get a shell. And the shell's kind of important because you have to get a shell with two pieces of two specific pieces of materia melded in. Now, materia is like a combination of gem in Warcraft speak, combination of gems and en- and enchantments in, uh, in in a single fun fill package, and you plop them into uh, slots. So you have like multiple slots to work with, like like gem slots. Gotcha. Um, now you can either purchase this weapon, you can make it yourself, or uh, what people have been doing now is. You go to the market and you purchase the item with the two um, materia pieces you need all in one package. Hint, hint, if you're needing money, sell it that way on the auction house for a premium. Yes. Mm. Yes, it's a, because um, every, anyone who makes a new class or any new, new characters who hit 50, this is the first thing that they do. All right. So you do that. You get you get this item, you turn it in, 
Then it has it have you beat on a few more bad guys, no problem. Then the fun things happen. You start doing what they call tr- um, trials. Trials is guilty. Maybe <laughs> objection. <laughs> Overruled. Overruled. It. Hold it. I like Phoenix Wright. That should be another Me game too. that we all play. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> trials and trials and Final Fantasy speak is like a one-off encou- one-off boss fight. If you think in again Warcraft, think um, Anixia, but without the trash. Gotcha. Uh, think um, of that one that you have to write the Drakes in the beginning of of uh, Lich King. Malagos. Ah. The and the one in in Burning Crusade, Mag Theradon or mm-hmm. yes. it's another good one. Again, no trash. You just plop in, boss. That's a trial, and there's a couple trials you need to do um, for your relic quest. Um, you have uh, you, you have uh, Hydra, and then you have to go uh, do uh, Ifrit hard mode, and then you have Garuda hard mode, Titan hard mode. I am missing one. I know I am, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, it, it starts with uh, Chimera. W- with these, to unlock them in the Duty Finder, you do have to go find the entrance of the location first. So it'll send you off into some crazy portion of the map, and then it adds it to your Duty Finder. It's like the um, random dun- dungeon system. And wow. He's a duty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> We all make that joke, and we still do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you do a bunch of a, a bunch of these duties. You know, so once you finish doing your duties, how many more times can we make this joke? I, I can keep on going out for, for for hours with the same joke. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so essentially, once you finish up all your trials, you finish up your trials. You take you take it back, and then you need. Um, 225 myth stones, which is uh, myth, myth stones is your um, when your end game currencies. It has it's similar to um, uh, valor and justice points in in yeah, WoW. Gotcha. All right, mm-hmm. you just you, yeah. you do end game stuff. You get these you get these uh, this currency that you can spend on end game stuff. In this case, you spend 225, and boom, you have your first relic. Congratulations! Yay, relics! Um, it's a lo- little bit easier than what it has been because a lot of people have you know better gear. People have been figuring the game out more, uh, so this one is not difficult. Um, now you, some p- players can get it in their first day of being level fifty if you know what you're doing. Oh, okay. that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, we'd love to help you out. There's a, there is one dungeon you got to do in there, but um, that dungeon has been nerfed into the ground, so it's it's not it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. They took out the yeah. hard they took out the hard mechanics. They took out the mechanics. Yes. yes. But it, it was to make it a little bit easier because they, they did add um, a lot of stuff onto this Relic quest line. Yes, they and did. It made it, it made it hard to get something that was required to go farther into the game. So it, it, it was a needed nerf. Right. It was something that was done very early on. That was a, it was a DPS check slash movement check slash you know how to play your character check. And now it's much easier to do so. Casual players and people who don't want to read theory crafting sites can just go in and just blast their way through it. So now it's oh, we want these people to keep paying us money. Let's let them get through exactly. The game. Right, money is good. So I'm all for that too. That's not a slam. I'm all for that. 
Let's make the <laughs> game fun. Right. Especially since there's tons of more things to do now. So you now you have your first relic. Now you can upgrade this relic. Uh, this one is much easier to, to do. You just need 900 Myth Stones. Oh, well, just 900. Jeez, that's 20 seconds there. Well, everything you do in end game gives you Myth Stones. So okay. it's, that is... Um, you know, when we go over some of the other things you do at level 50, that's pretty easy to get. You get that, buy a couple items, poof, you got your next one. Uh, the next, the more, the next item to get is something that you need to do called Atma, and this one is something that will take. It is difficult to get. You have to go out and do fates, which are like public quests, which is you know you just you want to help out in this little quest, this little. That pops up every so often in different places. You just walk up and just start doing whatever the quest is, either um, killing bad guys. Um, so rifts. Yes, exactly. Sort of, gotcha. sort of, but with a little bit more like things in there because some of it's like returning supplies and protecting. Stuff. Yeah, uh, protecting certain uh, points from waves of bad dudes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those things. You run that, and it, you have a 1% chance of dropping an Atma in there just by participating in there. And if you have to get 12 of them, and you're in, each one's in different zones, so you have to you know, run around and, and do all that stuff. That, that's the stage that I am on. Uh, some people can get them very quickly. Some people are not lucky with the with the, with the the magic dice. 1% so people, chance? 1% chance Holy per... Cow. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be a little bit of a grind. Now, again... There's a new patch coming down, just like everything else. Things got a little bit easier, so this time next week we might be. Um, if you talk to us, we'll say how easy it is. Right. Who knows? So that's uh, your relic. So that's one thing you can do once you hit level 50. There. Uh, the next thing you uh, you can talk, do there is just start unlocking all the other features of the game. You have your um, many dungeons you, you can unlock there. You have. Um, again, the show notes will have um, a list of all the level 50 dungeons, including some of the hard mode dungeons that they've done, which is more than just ramping up the experience, or I'm, I'm sorry, the hit points and the damage that the monsters do out. They're actually different dungeons in the same theme of the original. So there's one called uh, 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 Hawk Manor. It's mm-hmm. like a little haunted house. It's a, it's, a, it's a real cool it's a real cool vibe. I really like the that place there. And the the hard mode version of it. Um, all the paths that you would go down normally in normal mode are all blocked off. You go down to, and you ex- you experience an entire different section of the uh, of the haunted house. Mm-hmm. And and that's really that's really cool. And in doing those, just you know, just like in WoW, the you know, like her- doing heroics in WoW gets you get you justice points. These give you myth points and a, and a couple of the of the high end currency currently, which is uh, solidarity um, stones. All right, but you put, and you know, plus you can get you know better loot in there because it's and they're in-game dungeons. Four people, you go in. If you unlock enough of them, you'll unlock your what we call your duty roulettes. Your roulettes is a um, is like your random dungeon finder, as in you say, yeah. I I don't want I don't care what I do, I just want to do something. Go in the roulette, you get something on that list. And if you come out, you come out with some really big rewards. And they also have the bribe a tank feature as well. As in, tanks are in need. Here's an extra 4,500 gil nice. to, to, run, to jump in. 4,500 mm-hmm. is significant. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, exclusively with just doing that, I actually earn almost a hundred k a day just from doing my dailies. Nice. Wow, that's a lot. So it's good to be a tank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my tanks are only in the thirties, but so I do my lower level stuff there. Um, but um, even when you're leveling, you can do the the low level uh, roulettes and the um, and the and the guild levy roulettes and to get some crazy ridiculous experience nice. yeah they they balance it out with the low level roulettes uh, on your on your way leveling up instead of giving you the tomes and extra money they do a translation rate to the amount of xp you would get instead so there there have been times i have gotten over uh 75 of a level on doing just <laughs> one low level duty roulette wow that's nice. impressive yeah so it makes sense to do them when you're max level or when you're leveling. So you have all those, and then you have your tr uh, all the trials you can get. You know, in addition to the ones you would have to do for getting your relic, there's some other ones to do as well. Um, a couple of fun ones to do. Um, there's the Moogle King, which is a absolutely fun fight. Uh, there's the Gilgamesh fight, which is when you're not fighting the server, because we do play on Gilgamesh. That's not what we're talking about here. There's an actual boss called Gilgamesh. And um, that fight is it's very simple to do, but it's made to be a very comical fight. It's a it's almost like a, a almost like a, a boss you go in and it's just pl flat out fun to play. Neat. Yeah, and with the, the with the Gilgamesh one, it's actually locked behind a quest line called the Hildebrand quests. Yeah, and they are lighthearted, coded different. Yeah, they're lighthearted, and it's also more cinematic. So mm -hmm. they give the people in that quest line different animations than anyone else in the game has. <laughs> yeah, there's this well, there's this character called Hildebrand, and he is a fun character. Um, there is, is his quest line is made to be feel episodic and made to be funny. It is not serious. It is about the exactly the opposite of serious. All right. Cool. It and, it uh, does have a flavor of Japanese humor though. So there will be a couple times where you're like, I'm I'm sure this is supposed to be funny, <laughs> but I don't quite get it. <laughs> And then other times, stuff that's probably supposed to be serious, that you end up laughing for like 45 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. And, and um, doing one of them does get you uh, the best dance in the game, uh, the <laughs> Manderville. Um, yeah, you, you, can, you can get multiple dances but, you know, th through the game as well. Each town has their own specific dance. But this one of his quest lines has his own ridiculous dance that I just love doing. I just love the idea they give dances as a quest reward. Yes. That yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. You have brought me five dead sheep. Let me teach you this dance I made up. <laughs> you are not far off from how the game actually works. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. So you have your so you have your um your your, uh, your trials which will unlock certain things there. You have your Hildebrand quest. Other things you can unlock um, is your other roulettes out there. You have a main scenario roulette, which you'll, by playing through the main story, you unlock that. So you have that, which will give you, uh, I think, an extra um, 80 to 90 uh, missed stones every time you run it. 
It's um, 100 of the lower level every time you run it. Okay. So run that. It's easy uh, easy myth. Um, you have your guild level uh, roulettes, which will... Like little small four-man encounters. It's mo- mostly for lower-level characters, though. Um, With your the, lo- the guild levies, though, the, the one thing that is nice about that, if this is your first game playing, the guild levy roulettes actually teach you simple mechanics. Like, the first one is um, the way to finish the fight is how to pull mobs away from a group. Other ones are how to tank two separate locations. So it's all very simple things that high-end raiders already know, and this gives you XP and a reward for learning, you know, this simple, you know, concept. Nice. That's a good idea. Alright. Other things you can do at 50. You have the Beast Tribe Daily Quests, which is a, a faction that you can run dailies with and get rewards, pets, and stuff that and mounts and other cosmetic things. Nothing nothing game-breaking, nothing that will make you the greatest endgame raider by doing that, so it's 100% optional. Uh, but you can get some some pretty cool rewards from them, and it, it will take you some time to do, because you, um, you only get six daily quests you can do a day. So it's not something that, if you only have like a half hour to play, mm-hmm. your beast tribes are your best bet. Oh yeah, definitely. And With these, they actually tear up so once you get to the point where you're close to hitting reputation cap with said tribe, you can get I think it's four to five thousand per quest in Gil. Wow. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that point yet. I just I'm only on the second tiers on the ones that I'm working on, and uh, I feel like I'm doing pretty I, I do pretty good with the Gil with them, but yeah. Uh, and uh, those. And the the first tier ones, you can actually start in your. I think forty two is the lowest one that the with the sylphs, and I think forty forty five. I think forty four or forty five around there for the. Um, I can't pronounce it. The Amalja. Yeah, Amalja, something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's my only uh, pet peeve I have with fantasy games in general is the liberal use of the apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, why I always liked uh, J.R. Tolkien's, you know, Mount Doom. Okay, I get that. I can say that. You know. <laughs> the yeah, ring. Exactly. Got it. Yeah, until you, until you get to the Elven Lands, and then you have, you know, uh, a Mirkwood Forest. You know, I, I can deal with that. But. Yeah, me too. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so you have your beast tribes past that. Um, you have each ma- each major patch of two point one, two point two. And eventually, when 2.3 hits, there's an extension to the main story. There's like each one. The, no spoilers there. I'm not going to try to spoil it, but the game does. End, the main story does end in a, in a cliffhanger because it's an MMO. They have they have to give you the hook. Of course. Yeah, uh, and they you go through more quests. Uh, when 2.1 came out, we had some more main main story stuff to do, and it in, uh, you know, the, a, a another trial that was released. And then you do that, everybody's happy, world is saved, yada, 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 hook for the next patch. Da, 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 da. More story they, stuff. They, Strong they, recommend- do, they do a fairly good job of keeping you in, engaged. So when a, when a patch with content releases, um, 
you know, you get that boost, you get back in the game, and you play some more, and then be- dead center before the next patch, you get information about that patch. So we hardly ever go more than two weeks without a giant chunk of information or stuff to play. How often are the patches? Oh. They're pretty frequent. Yeah, yeah. It, like, we're looking, we're looking at patch two point three, and see the game two point oh. You know, the, a Realm Reborn was launched. Was it November or October? Um, I want to say October. October. Okay, so we have October. Uh, game really came out. We are coming up to our third patch in six months. So about once every two months, nice. if we very nice. Chop them up, and each one has um, intermittent patches as well that adds a couple things here and there. Um. We are being told we're going to get some PvP stuff this next patch, but oh. we'll find out some more stuff soon. They say that they're, they they fix a lot of it, but we'll see. I'm I'm definitely going to check it out. So, next up, um, extend, extended story content and more Hildebrand quest lines. Again, I Hildebrand quests are great. I love them. Your humor may be different from mine. Um, I actually own the the pest back here. If you don't know what that is, you're probably better off. If you know what that movie is, then you kind of know what kind of humor I have. <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, there's another quest line that came out in 2.1. And it's going to be expanded in 2.3. Is the Crystal Tower, which is actually dun, dun, dun. which is actually a name of a it's actually a name of of a um of a dungeon in a uh, Final Fantasy. Th- Three. This is the Final Fantasy three of Japan, not not the one that we had on the U.S. shores for Super Nintendo. But not confusing called... at all. Nope. No, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> not a little bit. We call it, now the the hardcore Final Fantasy nerds out there. We call it Final Fantasy three. We know what we're talking about. We don't say three. The Japanese three. We just say three, and we know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and we call the, the the three that we as we got on the U.S. shores. We call that one six. My daughter's actually yeah. very much into Final Fantasy, and if I even try to go there, I get corrected so often I don't even try anymore. Aw, that's just sad. Remember, just remember, you do have a uh, whole free company worth of Final Fantasy nerds here to help you out, so we can help you <laughs> yeah. out with that. We're here for Guys, you, Guys, I have to talk to my daughter quick. <laughs> Explain this to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's with that big sword that's made up of all the little swords? I don't get it. No. Uh, just, just say Terra is, is always awesome, and you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, uh, so you have uh, Crystal Tower is much like a a um, it's a twenty four player raid, but it's it works like LFR and WoW. You actually just queue up for it with whoever you got, and then it just plops you in. It's a very simple raid. It's not, not the mechanics are not overly difficult. Um, it's very forgiving, just like LFR, and you can get some very very nice loot and a lot of again a lot of tokens out of it too. Nice. All right. Uh, the next thing you unlock is the Binding Quell of Bahamut. That is the endgame raid. Okay, There's, that's the big one. That's the big one. It comes in turns. One, two, three, four, and five is the, the original stuff. And then six through nine is this, the, the latest and the highest tiered stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, once you gear up, then you can do that stuff. There's also extreme modes because hard mode isn't hard enough. We had to go to the extreme. Oh, to wow. ludicrous mode. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I hear they're very difficult. I personally have not done them yet, but I hear they're very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, other things you can do 
you can upgrade your gear. You can upgrade it just by doing all the stuff we've been talking about for the last for the, <laughs> a near hour. Um, there's also crafty gear you can get from crafters out there, or you're uh, or you know just ask the greatest free company ever in the history of free companies, AIE. Yes. No, seriously, most awesome people ever. I asked a, a question that I thought was kind of dumb, but no, many people answered and helped me out and everything. It was great. Yeah, so AIE, the, the, uh, the most awesomest thing in the history of ever. Yep, ever. Totally. Now, I, onto the crafting thing, though, there is something actually really important to add there. Um, with the last content patch we got, we also got new crafting items. And with each major content patch from here on out, they're going to give us new stuff to craft every single time. Nice. That's awesome. Because there's nothing worse than when crafting gets stale and you feel like it's not really good for anything anymore. Yeah. Well, with this one, they added a lot of uh, springware, like, you know, it's like s summer dresses and stuff like that, and like big hats and. <gasps> I was picturing it, it, metal coils. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. it's yeah, it's it's sort of your your flowing dresses and sailor yeah. outfits and that type of thing <laughs> yeah. and it looks like they're they're going to update that with each season as well so you're going to get actual helpful gear and then glamour gear from what? here on out yeah and glamour <laughs> is the the final fantasy equivalent of transmog or cosmetic sets mm. um except that the actual you don't go to an npc to transmog you actually have to go to a player and get a player crafted consumable item to to uh, to change the appearance of your gear. Oh, the pretty so, prisms. Yes, the prisms. Yep. Yes. Very neat. So idea. there's that. A um, couple other things to do um, at 50 uh, that, that we're going to go over here. Um, you may be level 50, but you may not have all the skills required. Well, I don't say required, but all the skills possible by your that you run by your class. Since you can have multiple uh, multiple classes just by changing your weapon. But you have a couple, uh, something else in there called shared slots. Um, mm -hmm. Like for instance, on my black mage, I'm going out there, blowing up bad guys, throwing fireballs, lightning, ice, kablooies. Um, but um, I also leveled up um, my uh, my archer. My archer, you know, once I got up to a certain level, I, it got a skill that allows me to do 20% additional damage for 15 seconds or whatever how long it was. A, a, a offensive cooldown. Yep. But that's an archer skill. But it ha it's a cross skill that's compatible with my black mage. So what I, I what I went through is I went through all the skills that I can get on the other classes and and figured out okay I, I can pull this one in pull this one in mm. and this one's compatible and so forth. So it actually gave me a reason to play the other classes. That's that's a neat but, idea. Yeah. That extends to crafting as well. So if you have a culinarian up to a certain amount, you get a move called Hasty Touch, which lets you increase the quality of your item without spending any ability points, basically. And you can use that on your armor smith. And a lot of those those abilities can shift back and forth, and you can tailor your your crafting even to a play style that you would like. Mm -hmm. Neat. They put a lot of thought into this. Yes. Yeah. It, it turns out you have to put a lot of thought in when when the first version of your game st uh, stinks up the place <laughs> and you have to cancel it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so nice to hear they survived. You got to get this because um, it's very seldom that games can uh, 
go, go bye-byes and then they have to come back. They have to do something really special. And I think this game has done here. we got one more thing to talk about here. And we have something called a challenge log. And this is a, this is a weekly thing that resets every week. It has a bunch of challenges, similar to achievements, but um, they're repeatable, such as run five dungeons, and we'll, we'll toss an extra thousand gil at you. Gotcha. Uh, um, defeat 20, 20 bad guys of appropriate level with your chocobo helping you, because your chocobos are not just mounts. They, they can be actually your fight alongside of you. Can either oh, tank that's, you. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, and it, you level it up. It has level and stuff like that. You can dress it up. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Kill 20 of those. You guys well, are way too attached to your Chocobos, I must say. I love my Chocobos! As soon as you start playing Zod, you'll know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll throw an extra 50,000 experience uh, when you hit that and an extra 1,000 gil. You do five five of these challenges, we'll give you an extra 5,000 gil on top of that. And it keeps on going, and it resets every week, and it's a great way to get experience for your other classes or for your Chocobo or... Um, you can also get um, PvP uh, rewards for that, so you get additional PvP marks um, and gil as well. Very nice. And it's a great way to generate funds and gives you something to do each week. Since you don't, since you only have six daily quests each day, mm-hmm. um, it's, I sort of treat the challenge log as like my my daily, or really in this case, my weekly routine of the game. So this day here, I know I need to run. I need to run five dungeons this week to get the reward. Um, I'll run one on Tuesday. I'll do one on, on Wednesday. Thursday, I'm kind of busy with between the podcast and my, my other rating requirements. Uh, Friday's out. Saturday's good. Sunday, I'll do two. Boom. Extra thousand gil. Plus, I probably got some other ones, so I might have 10,000 by that. Nice. All right. Uh, before we close the show, is there anything else you want to tell people about Final Fantasy? Uh, I'm playing. Come play. It's it's actually a great game, guys. Um, it's to that point, a, uh, it, it is a is a paid game, right? It's a monthly subscription. It is a paid game. I don't know if it's still going on, and I don't like advertising for other companies, but they do have it for sale for twelve dollars right now. The GameStop GameStop does have it for sale on their website. Download version only for twelve dollars. Is there a monthly subscription fee, or is it a pay once? Unfortunately, yes. No. There, there is a sub. You, you do buy the game. You do get 30 days to play with, though. Okay. And, and on top of that, um, there's also two methods of pay. So if you only want to use one character and you're more than capable of doing that, it's $12 instead of 15 Okay. So you pay 3 bucks more in order to what, un- unlock more characters? Yeah, like I think it's 8 per server. Yes. All right, and what server is AIE on? Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. I know you said it ten times. Trial Gilgamesh. All right, and what are the limits for joining AIE in Final Fantasy? Do you have to be a certain level? Uh, certain you have IQ, to have. You have to be solid. playing Final Fantasy fourteen on either a PlayStation computer or the other PlayStation. <laughs> it's available on PlayStation three or PlayStation four. So it'll take anyone at any level, right? Any level, just. Come on in. We'd love to have you. We'll show you. We'll show you guys the ropes. Um, the the guild vault is filled with pets. I'm sure we can. T- uh, uh, we'll, we're, <laughs> we'll we'll toss you if you're there. If you need uh, help, you left some pets behind. You can only have one copy of each, so oh. I had to. 
There, there is there is one actual minor requirement. We cannot send you an invite into the guild till you get out of the entrance tutorial. It's like a like a cutscene and and a paragraph. But for some reason, the way they have it set up is you were actually on your own individual shard. There's no other characters gotcha. where you're at, and mm-hmm. we can't send you an invite while you're there. Yeah, so it does take do that, like so. it takes like maybe 10 minutes and then you can get your invite. I think Radozado just triggered the memory in the chat room there. Isn't Gilgamesh the guy who is always trying to kill the Smurfs? No, that's Gargamel. 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 <laughs> that's a totally different game. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. then let's call that our show for tonight. Abovan and, and the <laughs> other guy. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we'll start with you, Abbo. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Well, I have two easy ways to get to me. I have myself, my own personal Twitter account, which is at Abovan. As I said before, uh, Bonruco and I, we, we do do the Chocobo Stable podcast at the Chocobo Stable or the Chocobo Stable dot com. And you can reach me at Bonroku, B-O-N-R-O-K-U. Now, that means good Roku, right? I think that's the translation. You really like um, the Roku devices at the... <laughs> uh, it it came from an anime a long time ago. Oh. It's nerdy, but <laughs> however, I'm also one of I think two on WoW, so it's unique apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course, now that I've said that, <laughs> yeah, everybody else is going to take it now that you said that, right? All right. Uh, next week we'll be talking to the gang from the Secret World. Ooh, hopefully they'll share their secrets. But They're for now, stay them. tuned. <laughs> As we've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including Buxley's Journal, Asmus Mulgra, Overlay Dramatic News, Mega Minute, and Hailing Frequencies. But first, if you need to reach us, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow the show on Twitter at AIE Podcast. Gomez, when he's around, is at show not found, although this week it was Gomez not found. Uh, I am at Accuzad. Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE because she is all cool with the underscores and things <laughs> like that. Uh, we record live with video every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join in the chat room like the, the dozens of people who are chilling out now um, with us and you can play along with us. Or you can tune in and watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme that you heard at the top of the show, if... if um, Gomez put it in there, and we'll hear at the end if he puts it in there. It was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. You can follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website. A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-s-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to...
Buxley Phone Home. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. You there! Welcome to Felmart. My name is Buxley. What can I help you with? I was flying through the area and I saw something I wished to purchase. And what would that be? I believe it's called a Fell Reaver. A, a what? A Fell Reaver. It's a large mechanical... I know what a Fell Reaver is. I decided to go shopping today and that looks like just the toy to purchase for my son, Snurt. Snurt? That doesn't sound like a blood elf name to me. It's a family name. Now, about that Fell Reaver. We don't have any of those. You don't? Well, that's fine. I'd like to put one on order. Wintervale is still... We can't order them either. We don't sell Fell Reavers. Isn't this Felmart? Isn't your slogan, we sell everything Fell? Yes, it is, sir. At Felmart, we have a complete line of Fell cloth, Fell iron, Fell suspenders, Fell boards, Fell baby cribs, Chewy Fell taffy, and many non-Fell products, but we don't have those. Now, see here. I have quite a bit of money here, and I want to spend it. Do you have any pinnacles? I saw the, uh... Utgard? I don't know who that is, but anyway, I saw a pinnacle, and I'm keen to have one. We don't have any pinnacles either. Loading cities? No. What about coliseums? I saw a bunch of people building a coliseum in Northrend a while ago. We don't have any coliseums. Keeps? You have any of those? Nope. Do you sell anything? Let's see. Uh, we got a shipment of Arthas Pinatas in. You might like that. I've got three of those. What about a citadel? No. Bluffs? Thunder Bluff, maybe? No, Thunder Bluff is not for sale. Lightning Bluff? What? Fortresses, Hordier statues, cathedrals. No, no, no. Wait, what? Cathedrals? No, before that. Hordier statues? Yes. I think I know where we can get you one of those. Let's see. Expedition team, equipment. How much money do you have to spend? I have 150. Oh, good. 150,000 gold would just about cover it. 150 gold. What? What? Have you? What? Uh, okay, next customer. This is an outrage. I'm going to Felgreens. If you'd like to see what I'm up to, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Thrumka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, my little orc will soon be graduating from Runda's finishing school in Razor Hill. What should I get her as a graduation gift? Congratulations! It is a proud day for every parent when their orkling finally gets off his or her lazy derriere, learns a trade, and leaves home so you can turn their bedroom back into a proper weapons room. You may want to choose your gift based on the trades your orkling has specialized in, or based on their class. Only the best gift you can afford will do for a noble and respected shaman like myself. For the other classes, just pick something up on sale at Gotry's Traveling Gear to help get your little princess out the door. If you have managed to raise a warlock, however, I suggest a good swift kick out the door is sufficient. And if your orkling has somehow managed to become a hunter, just buy them a roll of sturdy poop bags. I am Miss Margaret. And that is my advice. Akamagosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Political propaganda leads to awesome comeback. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. 
The war of words between Horde and Alliance reached new lows this week when Garash Hellscream's political advisor, Cal Rav of Zandalar, insinuated that Jaina Proudmoore's dramatic personality shift since the destruction of Theramore is evidence that she suffered a traumatic brain injury during the attack. Could this be, he mused, why the Lady of Peace has suddenly turned so dark and vengeful? It didn't take long for Proudmore to release a response, and boy, it's a doozy. I'll just let her words speak for themselves. Quote, It's laughable that Hellscream thinks I have a brain injury because I seek justice for those he has murdered. That monster has no brain, had to steal a heart from Pandaria, and if he had any courage, he'd come out from his rat hole and fight us. The statement continues, This reminds me of a play I once fought through in the theater of Karazhan. I won't spoil the plot, but the Alliance will make sure that Hellscream also doesn't get a happy ending. The Beast will get everything that's coming to him. My childhood tutor, Brother Elfrank, often said that evil is always punished in full. Of course, he said it in the language of his church. And Toto, too. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at HuntsTheWind. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a minicast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I'll review our level 30 and level 45 talents. Level 30 gives us some crowd control functionality, while level 45 has a lot to do with what healing style you prefer. Now as far as PvE is concerned, Fist of Justice is the only one you should be using. It simply stuns the target for 6 seconds with a 30 second cooldown. Very useful on Phase 2 Immersius adds, Narushan, Galacris, General Nazgrim, as well as a few other boss encounters. So as you can see, a must have for all Holy Paladins. Repentance and Evil as a point of view are best used in dungeon progression and PvP. Now the most widely discussed talents in the Holy Paladin community are our level 45 talents, which basically decide our healing style. Now for tier 16, it's safe to say that Eternal Flame and Selfless Healer are the way to go. Sacred Shield although sometimes used by some, truly hasn't found its place within this tier of min-maxing. It's also safe to say that Selfless Healer is more popular among 25-mans, whereas most 10-man Holy Paladins tend to pick Eternal Flames. Selfless Healer allows your successful judgments to reduce the cast time of your next Holy Radiance, Divine Light, or Flash of Light by 35% per stack, and improves its effectiveness by 20% per stack when used for healing. So the typical rotation is Judge, Holy Radiance, Daybreak, Holy Shock, and Light of Dawn. This is widely used in 25-man raids to spread Mastery Shields all over the raid. Eternal Flame consumes up to 3 Holy Power, putting a small heal on a friendly target, followed by a moderate heal over time, lasting 30 seconds. The typical rotation would be Holy Shock, Holy Radiance, Holy Radiance, 3 Holy Power, Eternal Flame. This is a very popular talent for 10-mans, since it allows you to blanket a third of the raid with Eternal Flames before you need to reapply the heal over time. Like I mentioned before, Sacred Shield wasn't too popular this tier, but it basically allows you to put a protective shield on a friendly target which absorbs damage. It may sound good, especially for 10-man, since you could get like 3 of them up, but the other 2 talents are way too OP to give up just for a minor damaging absorption ability. So this covers briefly our level 30 and 45 talents. Next week, level 60 talents. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C, or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Greetings, this is Rasklin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, 
the Shah of Alliteration. The struggle with this Shah can be both fantastically frustrating and decidedly difficult, as it brings to bear dexterous dodge defenses in addition to astounding assaults such as split-second slashes and an amazing area of attack ability. Mercifully, most members of any good group rapidly realize that if they trust their training and use planned practices, they can completely conquer this combatant. As long as the damage dealers bring well-rehearsed ruinous rotations and the tanks take care of party protection while the healers alleviate any and all afflictions, then this fight ends especially easily for everyone engaged. Fortunately, the first-rate rich rewards for besting this battle invariably include a powerful piece of epic endgame equipment, as well as an authentic, ancient, and astonishingly accurate thesaurus. We now return to your relentless, regularly scheduled raid run, already advancing. So, until next time, AIE, this is Accuzod. This is Aludra. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.